What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, episode 19. We've got a big episode today. We're going to talk college football signing day. We're going to talk Lane Kiffin extension. We're going to talk college basketball games of interest. We're going to talk about the bowl games last week and a look ahead to the rest of the week's bowl games. We're going to have, we had a couple big interviews this week as well. And also, Oregon Ducks men's basketball, women's basketball, track and field have received a notice of uh, notice of allegations from the NCAA. So we're going to get to that in detail as well. We don't have a whole lot of details on that other than Oregon has received a notice of allegations from the NCAA. So without further ado, we're going to open up the show with talking a little signing day action. I tell you what, Georgia Bulldogs were the absolute victors in this. They came out with number one recruiting class by far. They signed six five stars, 13 four stars, and three three stars. Their average of stars was a four star. What an amazing, amazing recruiting class the Georgia Bulldogs had. I tell you what, Georgia is here to stay. Kirby Smart's going to have him a team for years. And, it, and here's the round out of the top ten. You had Ohio State coming in at number two with 21 total signees, two five-stars and 14 four-stars. Then you had Texas at number three with 21 total signed, one five-star and four 14-star. And then you had Penn State at four, Miami at five, Notre Dame at six, Oklahoma at seven, Alabama at eight, which is really shocking. Nine was Auburn, and ten was the Clemson Tigers. You know, these rankings are an absolute amazingness. I mean, yeah, Kirby Smart and his boys have got stuff going on down down there in Athens. It's absolutely outside this world. Kirby Smart has got himself a football team. They're going to the playoffs. They're likely to beat Oklahoma, then move on into the championship game, probably against Alabama and or Clemson. So I tell you what, Kirby Smart is the major winner this signing day. Hats off to him. And you know what? Here's my opinion. I know a lot of you guys heard Kirk Herbstreit's opinion on my show. I like this early signing day. I really, really like it. I think it's a great thing for college football. I think it's a great thing for these athletes. But also, it gives the chance for these coaches just to kind of get it out of the way. And that way they can focus on spring football or, you know, or their bowl game or whatever. Yeah, it is a distraction for those of bowl games that are a little earlier. Like, you know, Lane Kiffin's team on Tuesday night. That was a little early. But I tell you what, hats off to these coaches and hats off to the signing day, and hats off to the Georgia Bulldogs. They're going to get a helmet sticker later in the show for that. Their recruiting class is absolutely amazing. So, I'll tell you what, Lane Kiffin got a 10-year extension. We don't know the exact details on the money on the money thing yet, but I'm sure it's going to be over a million dollars. Lane Kiffin deserves that. What he did with FAU to win 11 straight to close out the year and finish the season at 11-3 and three was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit of Kirk Kerbstreit here. We had Kirk Kerbstreit on the show on Monday. We enjoyed him. It was a great honor to have Kirk Kerbstreit on the show. We talked all things college football, the playoffs, what his thing on, what his take on you know the early signing day was. So if you haven't heard that yet, go just click on the page, one of the Twitter page, Facebook page, Instagram, whatever, and you can find that interview on there. It was a great honor to have Mr. Kerbstreit. He's one of my role models. It's an absolute, absolute honor to have Kirk Kerbstreit on the show. So next, uh, next up, we got we had Jake. Mr. Elman, Jake Elman on the show. He's Florida Atlantic beat writer. He's kind of the punching bag for Lane Kiffin as well. We enjoyed having him on the show. It was a great honor to have him. We actually talked. It was an absolutely amazing interview. We had we talked all things Lane Kiffin and FAU football, his take on FAU football, his take on uh, Lane Kiffin. And I tell you what, we I enjoyed talking with him because we also had a lot of funny stories that he shared with me about Lane Kiffin. You know, Lane Kiffin has a boat down there in Bogota Raton and whatever. And you know what? That interview is going to be up here in the next. As soon as this interview, as soon as this episode 19 is posted, 
I will post the uh, episode with Mr. Elman as well. So next up, we got Laura Rutledge coming on the show next week. Really looking forward to her uh, having her join the show. We're going to talk all things college football. It's a great, it's a great honor to have all these people on the show, especially Miss Laura Rutledge, who is an absolute amazing at what she does. She hosts the Football Feinbaum Show with Mr. Feinbaum. You know, it's a great honor to reach out to her and to have her on the show. Really looking forward to having her on. Really looking forward to interviewing her, getting her take on the playoffs, getting her take on early signing day, and just her opinion overall, and just talk about her doing the work with Paul Feinbaum and the SEC Network. I really look forward to having her on the show. So stay tuned for details on that. I think that's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday, either the 27th or 28th, just depending on her schedule. We've got two episodes, two podcasts today. We, uh, we've we had three total for the week. A lot of big stuff going on. And like I, I think I mentioned earlier, Oregon gets the notice of allegations from the NCAA today for their men's and women's basketball programs along with track and field. Uh, basically what this means, the NCAA is looking into them for cheating, uh, I don't know if it's FBI. I don't know if it's FBI related, but I do know that they got their notice of allegations uh, from the incident. Blaze, so that, that's something to be following and here on the show. We're going to be following that. A lot of interesting stuff coming out of Eugene, Oregon. So the SEC ranking for the uh, college, the the uh, the recruiting is absolutely amazing. I tell you what, Georgia, like we have said many a times on the show, Georgia is the real winner in this. Georgia came out on top, and it was absolutely awesome. Georgia, number one. Bama, number two. Auburn, number three. LSU, four. South Carolina, five. Mississippi State, six. Florida, seven. Kentucky and Tennessee and Vandy. This really surprises me in this order. Kentucky, number eight. Tennessee at nine. Vandy at ten. Mizzou at 11. A&M at 12, which also shocks me. But you have to factor in the fact that they just got a new coach, and he didn't have time to go out and recruit for Texas A&M. Ole Miss at 13, and Arkansas and Chad Morris' boys at 14. But it's not over yet. Regular signing days in February. I think February 7th is the date. So a lot of guys could be signing then. So here's the deal. We have a lot of good bowl games going on this weekend, and we got some more coming into the weekend, including our travel plans to head down to Birmingham. Really looking forward to heading down to covering the Birmingham Bowl. Should be a really, really, really fun matchup between South Florida and Texas Tech. I mean, you got the number nine total offense going against the number 20th total offense. Really looking forward to that matchup. It's going to be probably, it looks like to be like a cold and wet rainy day in Birmingham, but luckily we've got a press pass, so we're going to be giving you all the ultimate experience. We're also going to be at the Alabama and Texas game. We'll get to that later in the show. Just a little recap of the bowl games this week. Troy beat North Texas 50-30. to Tell you what, Neil Brown and the Troy Trojans have absolutely had an amazing year. Hats off to Neil Brown. He's uh, He won the Sun Belt. He's done an amazing time this year. Hats off to Neil Brown in that. The Cure Bowl, Georgia State beat Washington Kentucky 27 to 17. Georgia State just overpowered Western Kentucky. I know I picked WKU on the live show, but Georgia State just overpowered them. You know, and Georgia State's offense was a little too much for that Western Kentucky secondary, which I mean, a lot of Hilltopper fans are kind of expecting that. So the New Mexico the Las Vegas Bowl is the Boise State beat Oregon 38 to 28 in the Las Vegas Bowl. Kirk Herb Street called that game. It's a really fun game to watch. Uh, Oregon kind of came back a little bit, but Boise State uh, proved to be too much for Oregon. So the New Mexico Bowl, Marshall beat Colorado State 31-28. to What an incredible game that was. Marshall kind of shut down that Colorado State running game that Colorado State's so known for. And, you know, it was a really, really good game. It was really fun to watch. But Marshall edged out Colorado State 31-28. to Middle Tennessee State beat Arkansas State in a close one, 35-30. It was a really hard-fought game. Really fun game on both sides of the matchup. I, I enjoyed watching that game live uh, on the on the TV there. It was a really, really fun game. 
in the Boca Bowl, Florida Atlantic beat Akron 50 to 3. What an incredible outing by Florida Atlantic. Lane Kiffin got told something by this the assistant athletic director at Akron, and he ran up the score. He's put up 50 points. He went for two when he was up by 35 points, and he went for two just because somebody made it mad. I love Lane Kiffin. I love what they did. Hats off to Florida Atlantic for that win. Wednesday, the first football, this was a train wreck, man. This was an absolute train wreck. I watched a little bit of it. It was one of the worst bowl games I've ever watched. SMU didn't even need to show up off the bus. Sunny Dykes, I don't know what you're doing in, down there at SMU, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it was absolutely an embarrassment. I mean, you give up 51 points to Louisiana Tech. I mean, that's embarrassing. That's absolutely embarrassing. The Louisiana Tech wins that game 51-10. to 10. Louisiana Tech just throttled them in every aspect of the game. Louisiana Tech absolutely, absolutely throttled SMU. The Thursday night, you've got Temple and Florida International. Temple is a seven-point favorite, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Game's kind of a boring game. It's in St. Petersburg. It's a bad boy mowers bowl game type deal. It's one of those bowl games where we do, I do think there are too many bowl games, and this is just one of those slots to fill it. So then you've got Friday. This is an interesting match to start off your Friday uh, while you're at work or if you're traveling down to your bowl game as well. Ohio is playing UAB in the Bahamas Bowl. Our uh, our friend Laura Rutledge is going to be having the on the sidelines as well for that game. Eleven thirty on ESPN. Ohio is a seven point favorite. I've got UAB in this game. I think UAB is going to come out with motivation. I really really like UAB's coach Bill Clark. I think he's a heck of a coach. And next up, you got the Idaho Potato Bowl, Central Michigan and Wyoming. Three p.m. on ESPN. Game's an interesting matchup because I really like Wyoming's quarterback. I think Wyoming will win this game. The line spread, I haven't seen a line spread for this game, but I could be, you know, it's going to be released later today. So I've got Wyoming in this game. Saturday, we're going to get to our bowl game last. We're going to talk about the other games on Saturday. You've got the Armed Forces Bowl, San Diego State playing Army. Right, this game's interesting. You've got a high-powered San Diego State team playing a decent Army team who, you know, runs the ball so well. You know, Army won three or four games this year without completing a pass, and then they won the Army-Navy game. Uh, two weeks ago. So I tell you what, Army's going to win this game. I really like Army in this one. I really, 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 really like that Army offense, that triple option. Then we have uh, Dollar General Bowl, another one of those bowl games that needs to just go away. You got App State playing Toledo. Interesting matchup here. App State's looking for a big win. And I think till, I think App State will get this win, actually. So next up is our bowl game on the show. We're heading down to Birmingham to cover the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the South Florida Bulls. South Florida is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm really looking forward to this matchup because, like I said earlier in the show, these two offenses are very high-powered, and this defense is greatly improved. And so that South Florida defense as well is great against the run. So it's going to be a really interesting matchup. So before we get to college basketball, we're going to talk a little bit about our schedule down in Birmingham and kind of give you a little heads-up. That way, if you're in Birmingham and you want to stop by and say hello, this is how you can reach us. So we're going to be leaving tomorrow morning, probably around 9 o'clock, uh, make our way down to the Westin. We're staying at the Media Hotel. We're looking forward to that. It's right next to Legacy Arena in the Uptown District of Birmingham. We're looking forward to that, actually. It should be a really beautiful hotel. So Texas Tech is practicing Hoover High School, and South Florida is practicing at Birmingham College. We're leaving Friday morning early. We arrive at the Westin probably around noonish, and then we got uh, we got practices. I don't know practice date uh, times until later tonight. But we've got Texas Tech press conference at 3 to 3.30 at Legion Field. And then South Florida's press conference is quickly to follow at 3.30 to 4. Should be two really interesting press conferences. I can't wait to talk to Coach Klingsbury and kind of ask his input on his quarterback situation since they play a quarterback-type system. 
But we're looking forward to going down to Birmingham. We got Alabama-Texas also in basketball. We're heading to that game. We're not covering it as media. We're just going to go as college basketball fans. Got some really good tickets. That tip-off's at 8 p.m. We'll post some pictures up. I'll post some pictures on Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook or whatever. We're looking forward to that matchup. It's, you know, Colin Sexton going up against Mobamba and Texas. Should be a really fun matchup. It's one of those matchups is an NCAA tournament type game. So then, you know, we got the game at 11 on Saturday. We don't know about a tailgate show because the weather looks a little bit iffy. So I don't know if we're going to do a tailgate show. If we do a tailgate show, I post it up on Twitter and, you know, whatever. But if the weather's a little iffy, we'll probably won't. We might just go live and show you around the press box, show around the stadium, whatever. We're looking forward to the matchup, though. Back of the bus. We're going to talk a little bit of the back of the bus and the helmet stickers after we talk a little bit of hoops. Tell you what, last night, Wofford beat North Carolina for their first win over a top 25 team. Nathan Hoover of, Ar- of Arlington, Tennessee, had eight points in that win. Hats off to Nathan Hoover. Uh, he went to my high school, so hats off to that guy, and uh, he's doing a wonderful thing at Wofford. So Wofford beat North Carolina in a huge upset, and that's probably going to get Wofford a helmet sticker later in the show. But here's your particular college basketball games of interest. Friday night, you've got a really good, interesting matchup. Another NCAA tournament-type matchup, Northwestern playing Oklahoma. Two very totally tro- uh, two different styles. Uh, basketball there. you got Northwestern who likes to slow it down, and then Oklahoma with Trey Young who likes to speed it up. And I gotta tell you what, that Trey Young at the one spot is a very good guard. Then you've got Bradley and Ole Miss. That's uh, that's on the SEC Network. I tell you what, Ole Miss needs to salvage their season somehow, and if they can get a win against Bradley and go into SEC play with some momentum, I can see Ole Miss kind of making a little noise. But right now, I mean, Andy Kennedy came out in the game Saturday night that we covered and called it a disaster. Is basically his words, and it was it was a it was bad. I mean, you win, you lose your, you lose a third, you know, overtime game at home. You lose another close game. You've got five or six losses on the season. It is a disaster. I agree with Andy Kennedy on this. So another Friday night game of interest is Florida Gulf Coast at Wichita State. Wichita State's kind of looking to bounce back after their embarrassing loss to OU. Then FGCU, can they pull off the upset? I mean, this team's a Sweet Sixteen team almost every year. Then you've got Texas and Alabama at Legacy Arena, 8 p.m. tip-off, the game that we will be at. We're really looking forward to this matchup. Like I said, Colin Sexton's a heck of a player, like you know, like a Trey Young or somebody. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Colin Sexton can do against that Texas Tech uh, front court. Then we got Saturday games. you got Tennessee at Wake Forest, 11 o'clock on Fox Sports South. We're looking forward to that matchup. Then Ohio State, North Carolina, and New Orleans at 12.30. And then you've got... The Kentucky-UCLA game following that first game in New Orleans. We're looking forward to those matchups. Should be a lot of interesting matchups this weekend in the world of college uh, hoops. We're going to get to that later. Probably tomorrow we'll give our some of our predictions for those games. So the back of the bus and the front of and the helmet stickers. Back of the bus, North Carolina basketball after losing to Wofford. Giving Wofford its first win over a top 25 team in school history. Then you had SMU football who got throttled by Louisiana Tech in its bowl game. And Oregon hoops because you're on notice of allegations. Really sad stuff out of Eugene. Helmet stickers. Wofford gets one for that for the win over North Carolina, 79 to 75. That's a win in Chapel Hill. First time in school history they got a top 25 win. So great win for Wofford. Baker Mayfield won the Heisman. Tito Arumi, the UConn women's coach, finally won his thousandth game. That is impressive. Hey, what? He is one of the best coaches in the profession. He's one of the greatest guys in the profession. And hats off to Coach Gino there at UConn. Georgia recruiting class all, 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 uh, also gets a helmet sticker. Hats off to Georgia for that excellent recruiting class. So 
I thank y'all for listening. Stay tuned for details regarding the tailgate show on Saturday. And we could be going live tomorrow. We will be going live tomorrow at the press conferences. So stay tuned for the Facebook page for those press conference videos as well. We're looking forward to that. We'll post a lot of pictures, do some article write-ups and everything. So I greatly appreciate y'all tuning in to the podcast. Stay tuned for more details on interviews and such. I greatly appreciate all the support. Thank you and God bless and have a Merry Christmas.